there's a 33-year-old Utah woman who looks like she'd be friends with us, who killed her husband and then wrote a children's book on grief. Even if you kill your husband, though, you need time to grieve too, right? If you've seen the headline to this story and thought, this is crazy, just wait till you get all the details. We're going on a roller coaster ride today on the show. While we're on the subject of books, Britney Spears is writing a memoir and two A-list stars are pissed and trying to block the release. We got a little bad press for Selena Gomez. That never happens. She is rumored to be on the outs with her friend that donated her own kidney to her. The reason why is Five Orange Juicy got a little Benefer update. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are becoming the most memeable couple due to how unhappy Ben seems and an absolutely devastating story about Lily Collins. Also, we have homework to do, two shows you need to watch this weekend, and right after the little theme song, we have a huge family announcement. This show is back on Instagram, it's also on YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts, if you prefer audio only. Wherever you're watching, heart, thumbs up, subscribe, share, stare, and enjoy. This is the first exclusively pop culture and entertainment news show in the conservative movement, so put some respect on my name, which is Alex Clark, by the way, and this is my baby, Poplitics. Okay, family announcement time. Everybody grab your tissues. Producer Val, get in here. Squeeze in. <laughs> she has to do this because we only have this teeny little space now that we're on Instagram. Really sad, but Producer Val's last day uh, is in a couple days. She's leaving me. I'm going on a new adventure. I am moving to Oklahoma. So I'm going to join the Oklahoma Conservatives Facebook group. There is a group. And there is, yeah, so I, I'm gonna join that because I don't have any friends in Oklahoma. I'm having like a completely new fresh start, like new job. Her new boyfriend's adventure. moving out there. Her parents are moving out there. Her boyfriend's parents live out there. It's like a Brady Bunch type of scenario. Sure, Jan. So I'm excited, but I'm so thankful for everything. Um, my whole experience on politics, it made me who I am today, so. And guess what? I love you, I love you, I love you! It's okay. We're really happy for her. She's leaving, you know, with good vibes and everything. It's just you know, life changes. So wish her well. And if you live in Oklahoma, message producer Val on Instagram and welcome her to the state and tell her, you know, what she needs to do and all that. But we love her. So say goodbye. Bye, Val. Britney Spears has a big fat memoir coming out where she allegedly goes scorched earth on multiple people, including two A-listers. However, several media outlets are reporting that it's being delayed because Simon & Schuster, who's publishing the book, received strongly worded legal letters from the A-list stars who think Britney wrote about them. So keep your head down and keep your mouth shut. Without hesitation, we know that one of them's Justin Timberlake. I mean, he has been this close to cancellation so many times and he knows the jig is up once Britney tells all. But I wonder who the other star raising hell is. I guess we'll never know. By the way, it's gonna be written by a ghost writer, right? Right? Please, have mercy. Speaking of books, Please get cozy, pause, grab a seed oil-free snack. This is the five orange juicy story of the week. The headline is, woman who wrote book on grief following husband's death accused of his murder. How do you gut someone? You take a knife, 
and you slid them from groin to sternum. ABC News said Corey Richens, 33, spelt K-O-U-R-I, by the way, very Utah, faces charges including aggravated murder in connection with the death of her husband, Eric Richens, who was 39. He was found dead at the foot of their bed on March 4th, 2022. While appearing on a Good Things Utah segment last month in Salt Lake City, like local news show, to promote her new children's book, Corey Richens said that her husband died unexpectedly. Well, prosecutors alleged that Eric Richens was poisoned by a lethal dose of fentanyl on the night of March 3rd, 2022. I think I've been poisoned by my constituents! Oh my Can I offer you a nice egg in this trying time? The article continues. Corey Richens allegedly told police following her husband's death that they were celebrating her closing on a house for her business that night. And so she made Eric a Moscow mule in the kitchen and brought it to their bedroom where Eric consumed it while sitting in bed. She allegedly said that she went to sleep with one of their children who was having a night terror and returned to her and her husband's bedroom around 3 a.m. where she found him cold to the touch. She told police that she attempted CPR, but they said that was immediately a lie due to the amount of blood coming out of his mouth. I can't keep doing this forever. It's been 20 seconds. Call it. The autopsy showed that the level of fentanyl in his system was five times the lethal dosage and that it was likely ingested orally. The poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. This is where it gets good. Eric, the now dead husband, told his friends he thought his wife was trying to poison him. Poison soup, arsenic or strychnine? Oh, that's strychnine, sir. Too bad. I'll take strangulation. On Valentine's Day of 2022, a few weeks before his death, Eric Richens took one bite of a sandwich his wife bought him and broke into hives and couldn't breathe. <laughs> He reportedly used an EpiPen and took Benadryl and then he passed out. When he woke up, he immediately called his business partner about the incident. But he doesn't leave. He doesn't leave the marriage. He doesn't leave after the poison sandwich or after discovering that she tried to get his life insurance changed to make her the sole beneficiary. I'm so confused. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, listen to this. In January of 2022, two months before his murder, Corey Richens allegedly updated her husband's life insurance policy agreement with his business partner, and the insurance company notified her husband and his business partner, and they changed it back to being each other's beneficiary. After he died, this bish had the audacity to write a children's book about grief. They had three children together, and if you think that's crazy on its face, which it is, wait till you hear who the book was dedicated to. To my amazing husband and a wonderful father. I've always thought of you, and I, I mean this in the best possible way, as a stone cold killer bitch. You know what I think? I think we need to go easy on female entrepreneurs. She had a dream. She made that dream come true. I think we should find that inspirational. Please clap. <laughs> I love these sorts of ethical dilemma stories. If you donate a body part to your close friend, are you allowed to get mad about how they use it? This is the case of the kidney with Selena Gomez. Why does this sound like a Nancy Drew book? The case of the kidney. What about the wee lad's gallbladder? Sorry, Patty. I'm pickling that for my Thai guy. Aphrodisiac. Oh, 
the heathens. Everyone knows that in 2017, Selena Gomez's lupus complications were so bad, her best friend and actress, Francia Reza, donated her own kidney to her. Now, it has been a while since Francia and Selena have hung out together. Rumors started to brew when Selena Gomez said a few years ago that Taylor Swift was her only fan in the industry because, well, Francia was allegedly her friend. She donated her freaking kidney to her and she's an actress. Francia commented, interesting uh, on posts about her saying that about Taylor. And then fans noticed that Francia wasn't in Selena's My Mind and Me documentary last year, which of course featured all the close people in Selena's life. Now, Francia's dad is telling people that they aren't friends over a disagreement on drinking. Allegedly, Francia was pissed that Selena Gomez would go out drinking after she got her new kidney, and so she confronted her. Now the question is, Whose side are you taking? Francia, who thinks it's messed up to take her literal kidney and still party, or Selena, who clearly thinks it was a gift and I'm using my gift how I want to. I got it. No, this is mine. Now here's my suggestion to Francia, who refuses to comment on the situation, by the way. Her dad opened his big mouth to the press, but she won't confirm or deny any of this that he said. But what if, and hear me out, she just took the kidney back? I heard you might have something that I need. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez look to be still in their honeymoon phase. No matter how pretty a woman is, there is always a man tired of her crap. In my case, it is my dad. First of all, very clever. <laughs> did, you, did you write that at home? Just kidding. I don't know if Ben is really tired of J-Lo as much as he's just tired of being filmed, but the man is a walking meme. I mean, hello. He always looks stressed to the max. Remember the smoking meme of him? On second thought, he did slam that door with a little attitude, didn't he? This is so sad, I would be devastated. Cinnamon Roll Lily Collins was just trying to have a relaxing luxury spa day at the Edition Hotel in West Hollywood. She takes off her super rare light pink diamond wedding rings, sets them and her phone in one of those storage lockers. She comes back when her treatments are done and they're nowhere to be found. No sign of forced entry either. According to page six, cue the Unsolved Mysteries music editors. Hotel insiders say that a woman had been spotted at the spa several times in the days before the apparent theft, prompting staff to look her up in the registration system to see if she knew anything about the absent bling. But when they tried calling the number on file, it was disconnected. Very suspicious! They now assume that she had checked in under a fake name. I'll be taking that. Oh! Cops are trying to ID the suspect and apparently Lily's ring is around $90,000. This is exactly the problem. You are not safe anywhere in LA. It could be Skid Row. It could be a luxury spa in West Hollywood. It doesn't matter. Celebs aren't safe. We're not safe. There is a spa in the same area that I've been dying to go to. It's called Pelicure. They do all the scrubbing and even wash your hair and all this stuff. But what I'm super addicted to is the videos of them just getting your dead skin off. Look at this sloughing off. Look how it rolls up on the skin. That's the way every day goes Every time we've no control If this guy Oh, I just, I want to inject it into my veins I could watch videos like that all day
anyways, I won't go because it's in LA and I'm too scared. I don't feel safe anywhere in that city. The last time I was in downtown LA was 4th of July last summer and I was on the brink of tears the entire time. It has just been completely taken over by criminal activity and until or if it gets fixed, I just can't go back. Emily should have stayed in Paris. This one's on Antoine. Oh, oh I think you left us a note. I stole your ring and I can take your man too. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Two shows I've been watching that I recommend, Longest Third Day on Netflix. It is a documentary about a couple who matches on Hinge the week of the pandemic when it started in March of 2020. And you know, they were like, well, this is like, can't be a real thing, this pandemic. Like how bad could it really get? They're like, we wanna go on a third date. Wouldn't it be so fun and spontaneous if we go to Costa Rica? Well, guess what? They go, they end up stuck there until June. They barely knew each other. It is a super crazy story and it's really good. I would love to have a discussion about the ending in the Cute Servatives Facebook group if you've seen it because I don't want to spoil it for everybody but like I don't know how to feel about the ending but I want to discuss it. And then an oldie but new to me I never watched The Loudest Voice on Showtime when it first came out. It's a drama from 2019 that essentially tells the whole Fox News story from the beginning like how Roger Ailes started it and then obviously all their scandals. It is so good and I actually know someone who just worked at Fox until recently and she was telling me how everyone at Fox was just kind of meh on the movie Bombshell, you know, about Megyn Kelly and Roger Ailes. Like, they were like, well, some of this is right, but a lot of it is wrong. It's kind of like a loose adaptation. And then when this show came out, they were all talking about how they couldn't believe how dead on it was. So I bought the season for like $15 on Apple TV because you can only see it if you buy it. It's not free, FYI, but that's how I've been watching it. And I think it's excellent. It's super, super good. So you should watch that. There is a brand new Spillover episode out now with a very well-known Christian author, Rebecca Merkel. She has a super controversial belief. She believes that conservatives and leftist feminists are wrong about what makes women happy and what our roles should be. Should women be career-minded or is it our duty to stay at home even if we don't want to according to the Bible? Now this is a spicy episode and I know you're gonna love it if you haven't listened to it yet. That is out now anywhere you get your podcasts. This month I'm calling all the episodes on the spillover May is for the moms because every episode pertains to females, whether it's parenting, feminism, homemaking or etiquette. Oh, I can't wait for you to hear that episode coming up. You don't have to be a mom to love them, but you do need to be a woman. Sorry, Dylan. Comment your opinion on Selena Gomez's kidney dilemma. Who is right, her or her friend? What do you do with your belongings when you go to a spa? Do you leave it all at home? Is Lily really to blame? herself for what happened? Do you think that Ben Affleck is really happy with Jennifer Lopez? Um, also comment well wishes for producer Val. I, I literally was so brokenhearted when she told me that she was leaving, but I understand. And like, sometimes you just gotta grow and you just gotta do things good for yourself. And also low key, I kind of think that like, she's probably gonna end up engaged after this move. So, you know, this is good for her. Don't you dare close out of this before you heart or thumbs up this episode. Share it to your stories. It has been a long time since Poplitics has been on Instagram, okay? And we want people to discover us again and follow. Leave a five-star review on the Spillover episode this week, please. It's pop culture without the propaganda. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics.